0: I'm Laura,
1: and I'm Jonathan,
0: and we're two siblings who needed something to do, so you're listening to Kim, Kim Say the, the darndest Things.
1: Hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Kissed It.
0: Excuse me? Kissed
1: It. That's the, Explain. Uh, uh, Kim Say the darndest Things, K-S-D-T, Kissed It, that's the, uh, uh, what's it called, the acronym phonetically sounded the phonacronym if you will
0: and in that in this episode we will be changing our name all right so <laughs> we are going to be talking about the media now here's the thing about media what is it and what is your favorite media uh
1: my because... favorite media would have to be um media m because you're gonna have to
0: explain that one
1: i like media m. It's it's not small. It's not large. It's media. Ha
0: ha 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 ha. ha. All right. Well, there's Ooh, my that. arm
1: hurts from all that reaching.
0: Okay. Yeah. I. Uh, you know. I took pop culture, or no, I took society of pop culture in the media, and I've taken cultural history of the media, in the whole college deal. So I'm oh, kind of an right. expert here. You are. Yes.
1: Yeah. We. So. Uh, we're going to talk about, I guess, our relationship with. The media, because it hasn't always been podcasting for us. Believe it or right. not, we we uh, cut our teeth on other forms of media. We
0: we've just been trying to make it big every way possible. And
1: anyway, when I was in the fifth grade for graduation from elementary school, our parents gave me a video camera. Yes, and it was like old school camera. The thing was like a approximately the size of a small child and it recorded things on a cassette tape Yep. so it was like actual like film and that was that was the camera that i used to record i mostly used it to record at first it was like disney trips that we took Mm -hmm. so i could be like father but then eventually the young creative juices started flowing and i started filming like what would we call... I guess they were commercials. We
0: explain? <laughs> yeah, we went through a commercial phase where we would make commercials for... Fake whatever. products. Yeah. That was fun. I, um... What were... Do you remember any in particular? Because I remember, um... I remember we we took like a sun-kissed can Uh and that was moon-kissed and we were playing with like the effects.
1: (laughs) And we were doing like, yeah, this like sort of advertisement and like, oh, buy moon-kissed. It has all these wonderful properties. And yeah, we played with the various filters on the camera. I think there was even one where it was like, like fun house mirror type things where it made us look like skinny or fat. And we were like, oh, moon-kissed made me thin moon kiss made me fat
0: thinking back was, that was kind of problematic wow
1: yeah I mean it wasn't the best but uh... way to go
0: way to go Jonathan so um I think uh, we did one for Laffy Taffy and oh, that yeah. was based off of a an old commercial that w- we would watch on YouTube a lot do you remember that one
1: yeah it was this uh like costumed whale or, no, the whale was the costume, but not a whale in a costume. <laughs> it was, like, it was, you know, one of these, like, plush... Oh, it was
0: Juicy Fruit.
1: Oh, that's right. What it was Juicy Fruit, yeah. And it was this whale and this, like, lady, and they were singing about caring and sharing. And the whale was heavily implying that he wanted her Juicy Fruit. And okay, she... whoa. <laughs> her gum. <laughs> he wanted her gum. <laughs> and she she was kind of keep singing the song and you could tell she was like no i'm not giving you my my gum and then finally he just takes it and runs and (laughs) then she like tackles him and starts ripping apart the costume and like the implication is that juicy fruit is so good it will drive you to violence
0: (laughs) and for some reason that like our family was slightly built on that commercial um in the sense that it was just we all thought it was really funny, so we took that and did some some commercial with Laffy Taffy. We did, yeah. We we were just bored, and <laughs> I don't know, fam. Where are those commercials now? Where are those tapes? Like,
1: uh, some of them are still in my bedroom. I have no idea if we have the technology to convert them into a like a watchable format now, but
0: yeah, maybe we don't need to. Things are archived for.
1: Let the for, past stay the past.
0: Yeah. Oh my goodness. But um, I, I do find
1: it odd that like we didn't really. I mean, we did, I guess, a little bit, but we didn't really try to make like skits, like a normal. I mean, I guess they were skits, but like normal children like try to tell stories or something. We were making commercials. Like, yeah, but says something about a I don't, a well a yeah, capitalist we do, drive in our childhood. I guess we
0: would do those skits for um, our cousins, and we would do those for like their birthdays and we'd, our whole family would act out like uh, we did Goldilocks. We did.
1: Oh, that's right. uh, We, we did do like little like movies and stuff.
0: Yeah. We would do that sometimes. Um, and then every single one of our Disney vacations was a a vlog opportunity for father. So yeah. Yeah. We had fun with that, but, um, we, I think the, the biggest thing that I think is going to be the hardest to explain why we got joy out of this would be the stick figure movies.
1: Yes. Um, so this was basically like, think, uh, the claymation, like stop motion animation, but instead of, you know, making things out of clay, we were drawing like stick figures on a whiteboard and doing like essentially stop motion animation with those.
0: Which I remember that was your idea. You started with a, a little like ten minute, not even ten minutes, ten seconds more like. Get with uh, these two stick figures, George and Freddie, and then I, being the younger sibling that I am, was like, I want to do that too, but I made them girls. Mm-hmm. So and so you gave
1: uh, them little triangle dresses. <laughs>
0: And uh, yeah, and then we would we would make her parents watch them after spending hours and hours making these like snippets. Mm -hmm. But um, we'll kind of think of it like that's pretty creative. That's a a pretty creative concept for an 11 year old to come up with and execute.
1: Yeah. And then in the seventh grade, I actually made like a 10 minute video for a school project. I remember that it was it was the it was
0: mustard man saves the world or something yeah the great
1: that. adventures of mustard man because the unit was heroes and it was basically about how like a lot of people that we turn into heroes actually aren't heroes they're like flawed human beings which is kind of a heavy unit to teach seventh graders, but I guess And
0: you made a stick figure movie.
1: (laughs) So yeah, we had to do a video project that was based on the concept of heroes, and so I did one based on a superhero called Mustard Man. A hero that I invented out of inspiration from a mustard bottle costume that I had worn for Halloween that year. Yes. So
0: and and what was his what was what was his deal? Like what was the how did this fulfill the rubric?
1: Um, I don't know if there was a rubric. It was one of those honors classes where it was just like, be creative, (laughs) I guess. Well, there you go. Yeah, he, I mean, he had just the generic, like, he could fly. He had, like, mustard night vision, mustard lasers, and his adversary was the ninja. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, wow, and,
0: and I I know for sure we have that on a DVD somewhere
1: I think I might I think it's uploaded to my YouTube account although if I was smart I privated the video
0: wow yeah it, it but it, it it turned out to be a pretty dependable medium because I definitely did a couple of stick figure clips for school projects in my
1: oh that's right I childhood. forgot you did it for school too
0: I did it for a couple of things I don't think I ever made like a feature film like you did but um Yeah, my, well, because my, I found my niche in in video editing uh, with actual video editing rather than animation, but. Yeah. uh, Until I got there.
1: Well, now, so did you do video editing for school, like for a school project, or was it for, like, your drill team stuff? I think that
0: I started, it started with, um, when I was historian for drill team, 10th grade, and I, from the beginning was like, you know what, I'm going to make, like, they asked me to do two slideshows, one for the spring show and one for the banquet. And I was like, "Uh uh-uh, we don't need to do that. I was like, you know what, I'm going to make this like a Ken Burns type of deal. And so I started from the beginning of the year documenting things in a very weird way. And people were so confused. And I was just like, just trust the process. (laughs) And, um, ended out with like a really great video. Um, that documented our whole year so from there i was like i want to keep doing this so now like that became what i like to do i just made one about our galveston trip um that turned out really well so
1: and this was just like you and your friends going to galveston yep but you made this because this is your calling
0: this is my calling this is what jesus has called me to is is uh edit video editing that nobody's gonna see
1: so does that mean like when the end times happen and it's time to do like a video montage of like earth, are you going to get called up?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. A, v- a video before, montage of earth. A video
1: montage of earth before it burns away in fire and water. Before
0: it can burns away. <laughs> yeah.
1: Anyway. Uh, okay. Now but I feel it, like yeah. there. just for the, I know that most of our listeners are also from Texas, so they probably All understand, three of them. but just for posterity's sake, I don't know. You said that you did this video editing for your drill team. How would you describe (laughs) drill team? Because I have had to explain, oh, my sister did drill team to some of my Minnesota friends. And it is harder than you might think.
0: (laughs) Okay, so I think that the thing about drill team is that it doesn't, it's not what it sounds like to a lot of people. It sounds like Um, like
1: ROTC, like uh, what people do before they go into the military.
0: And that is not me. Um, But something I like to do is, is go up to, if I meet somebody who's in the core at a and I like to be like, oh, I know exactly what you guys do because I was in drill team in high school. <laughs>
1: I bet they love that.
0: I uh, get some fun reactions. It's a fun time. But um, so Drill Team, we were the halftime shows. We are the, the precision dance team. Halftime shows um, for,
1: for football because high football th- this is Texas that we grew up in. And yeah. high school football is a huge deal. So we have elaborate halftime shows where the band plays music and not the cheerleaders. The cheerleaders are on the sidelines doing their own thing during the game. But during halftime, the performance is by the Drill Team.
0: Yes. So we would do, we had our high kick routine and our jump splits and and all that fun stuff. And then we would do like a dance that usually was with, um, palms or streamers or some other kind of visual aid. And it was a good time. So, and then after football season, we were just like your average competition dance team. We would compete and do a spring show and all that. So that's what drill team is. Um,
1: would you say it's fair to say that like uh cheerleading is more like gymnastics whereas mm-hmm. drill, team drill team is more is dance based yeah. Okay, yeah
0: and we are not color guard no Just color guard like is a part of the band yeah i'm it, we were we were definitely not the band and we made that pretty clear yeah so, was,
1: uh, I, I do think it's funny that uh i was in band And you were in drill team. Well, and that's how
0: I, that's how I came to want to be in drill team was because I got dragged to your shows and I was like, well, the only thing I like watching is the drill team. So no offense. You're welcome uh...
1: for changing your life.
0: Yes. Thank you to the bassoon. Thank you. Yeah, I was,
1: I was a bassoon player, but not during marching season. Have you ever seen a marching bassoon? I don't think so. (laughs) I did, I, I did drum stuff.
0: Drum stuff, the pit.
1: But I think it's funny that even though neither of us played football, our parents still had a reason to go to a lot of football games when we were in high school.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I and even though I, I spent four years watching every football game, I never understood what was going on. I still don't understand. Yeah. I it it just over my head. But
1: yeah, you also it's okay. this past year had a fantasy football team. I did.
0: Oh my gosh. I I was in a, I found myself in a fantasy football team with some friends. I joined as a joke. I was like, I don't know anything about it. I'm going to have my dad pick my team. And I ended up sweeping it and I I won. Yeah, you won the whole
1: thing. You won the championship.
0: I did it for the memes and boy, we made it happen. Yeah. Man, I forgot about that. That's funny.
1: Yeah. So yeah, you and I have a weird connection with football despite not really being big football people
0: yeah we both yeah, went to it's...
1: colleges that are big on football OU and A&M
0: yes yes definitely I have to get my sports pass for next year I uh, have some connections that might be, get me some pretty good seats this season
1: oh are you uh, gonna get to be in one of those boxes
0: maybe we'll see but um... we're like no, they bring you not.
1: champagne and you sit on a couch and
0: that would be cool but uh <laughs> we'll see now um yeah, anyway. well, I'm, I'm excited to get back to football after the whole COVID thing. But anyway, we're, we're we sidetracking a bit.
1: the media to talk about sports.
0: The media. Yeah. But, well, but like, it was a, as high school football was, a, oddly enough, a really big part of our high school experiences, so was random video projects and random media assignments. And stuff okay, like so that. speaking
1: of like high school... Okay, so here's something I want to talk about. So back in high school, we had to do a lot of, like, video projects. And at the time, Mm -hmm. it was like, oh, yeah, that's just something we have to do. But if you think about it, that's kind of a messed up thing to assign students. Because it's a very... Well, not, like, messed up. But it's a very, like, intensive project. Like, not... Like, filming is one thing, but editing?
0: Yeah, but, I mean, that's where that's where you get to i mean like i loved video projects because i love editing i had to do a document we had to put on like a full 15 minute documentary um junior year and i loved that project it was hard but i liked it and and definitely if you're not into the video editing thing i mean it, it makes you practice that i wouldn't have known that i was into video editing probably without the whole school project deal
1: i mean it's so. just like they never really like provided us like editing
0: i guess that's fair yeah
1: teach you like, they never taught us how to edit they never gave us specific software to use
0: yeah that's fair
1: and and especially like they were especially the group projects where it was like oh it's a group project and you have to split the work equally but like yeah. video editing is not the kind of thing that you can do collaboratively
0: yeah okay that's fair like, i always well. would be like guys i got this let me do the, the video editing and i would just accept the fact that it I would be doing most of the, like, the whole editing process. But I was like, I, I want to. I don't trust another person.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I was I was the same way. But, like, I don't know. That's just, like, a disproportionate amount of work compared to, like... I guess so. Even if you yeah. had, like, one person operate the camera, one person write the skit, and then one person edit, I feel like the editor is the one who gets the short end of that stick.
0: Probably. You know, I forgot I also took um, communication technologies, and that was all video projects. So.
1: Oh, were they group projects or just by yourself?
0: Nope. They were by, by yourself. We basically, they were like, do some kind of medium audio or visual. So a lot of students just did a podcast. They would just record themselves doing a monologue or or talking for however long the time mark was. And I, I was like, I could, but like, I want to video edit. Uh, the fun, the funny thing was, is that once one of the projects, I forgot that it was a thing. We had just moved to online in the midst of COVID and everything. And I was like, shoot like what am I gonna like I'm on a time crunch maybe I'm gonna have to turn in a podcast and I was like wait a minute I have a project that I just did for fun because it was with my impact camp and I was like I'll just turn this in and it worked (laughs) out great um but yeah I guess I mean communication is a very media heavy um field of study which I guess I didn't really think about but um yeah yeah it's it's been a good time but we've We've had some fun with it. And, and not just media that we've created, you know.
1: Media so, that we've watched.
0: That we've consumed.
1: Yeah. And I think... WandaVision I think
0: it, style.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, that really goes back to, from a very early age, as in our childhood, our parents made sure that we were consuming media, uh, like, with the sing-along videos. Oh, yeah. That they would put on for us when we were still in the crib. Yep. And when I say crib, I don't mean like a fancy bedroom. I mean an actual crib.
0: Well, yeah, we, I mean, we both grew up, we grew up in a Disney-centered family, so Mm
1: -hmm.
0: there's that. Um, A lot
1: of Disney stuff. Speaking of Disney, okay, side tangent, I just saw the film Cruella.
0: Cruella? Mm -hmm. I haven't seen it yet, but I want to. What do you think?
1: It is not good. Oh. Well, okay, I had fun. Maybe it was just because it was my first time in a theater in 14 months, but... It was fun, but, like, it was, like, five different movies crammed into one, and it was not coherent. Like, it starts off with, like, Cruella as a child, which Uh I don't think very many movies are improved by showing you the protagonist as a child. I think that's often dumb. And so, anyway, so we see child Cruella. Okay, cool. And then it moves on to, like, Emma Stone Cruella, which is, you know, she's a very... Yeah, Emma... (laughs) No. Emma 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 stone who is the what she's the niece of the rock because she's a stone (laughs) anyway we move on to her which is great because you know i like emma stone but it starts then it turns into like devil wears prada where she's Mm. trying to learn the fashion industry then it turns into like national treasure like the part where they steal the declaration of independence it turns into this weird like heist movie Okay. And then it turns into this Does weird it like
0: jokery at some point.
1: More like black swan where there's this like duality, oh. like psychological kind of stuff, which I was digging, oh. but it only lasted for a little bit before it turns into this weird I don't even know how to describe it. This like I don't know. The end, the end part of the movie was just weird and yeah, the movie had no idea what it was trying to be. Also interesting. They had like so many like pop songs throughout it. Oh
0: okay that's weird well
1: yeah, yeah whoever whoever did the soundtrack just basically uploaded a spotify playlist and was like i'm done i'm not doing any more work
0: well selena gomez remade the cruella de Vil song for like the the dalmatians anniversary way back in in radio disney days and i thought it was a banger so Mr. Hey, well hey if they
1: had used it i probably would have been a bigger fan still of hated that, but... it anyway that was a side note on Cruella not a glowing endorsement but anyway yeah we watched a lot of Disney as kids and we we also spent a lot of time at a almost dead institution known as Blockbuster
0: ah Blockbuster yeah it was our our family tradition on Friday nights that um either grandma and grandpa were coming over and bringing KFC
1: yep our Korean grandparents would come over and bring (laughs) KFC or pizza
0: Yep. Or um, and and when they when that wasn't happening, then the four of us would go out to dinner and then we'd go to Blockbuster. We each would get to pick out a VHS. Yep. And then um, we would come home and then we would watch the v- one of those VHSs and then sleep in the living room on the floor.
1: Yeah, our parents would let us do these like Friday night. We called them sleepovers. Mm-hmm. And it basically involved us laying, like, two blankets on the floor and then Or, like, sleeping. air mattresses. We did get air mattresses later on, but somehow our bodies were young and spry enough that we could sleep on the floor and not be in pain the next day.
0: Yeah, I, uh, <laughs>
1: yeah. Have um, you tried, Have you tried like, even just lying on the floor for, like, 30 minutes?
0: I've played I've on the floor, like, to pet snow or whatever, but...
1: And then, like, you get up and it hurts...
0: I guess so. Are we
1: old already?
0: I don't know. I'm young and vibrant, man. I'm not even. I can't even rent a car, so.
1: But yeah. Anyway, we would. Yeah, we would have these like sleepovers because we, as we might have explained in an earlier episode, we did not have TVs in our bedrooms, mm-hmm. and so. Yeah, so. Being able to watch a video as you drift off to sleep was a privilege for if you were sick or if it was Friday night. Yep. And, yep. but we would often run into a conflict, which was. Yeah,
0: because we have very different taste
1: in and... pretty much everything, and especially movies. I feel like we've drifted more similarly in recent years, but.
0: Yeah.
1: We still but... have very different tastes, and it was. As siblings do, we often fought over what to watch. Yes. You usually wanted to watch one of those CGI Barbie movies, and I wanted to watch. What was I into back then?
0: Uh, You're into Garfield and Pokemon.
1: A lot of like uh, cartoon shows like that, yeah.
0: And then uh, Man vs. Food for a while.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't think I ever asked us to watch that going to bed, (laughs) No, we did
0: because I woke up with a stomachache. I vividly remember that.
1: Oh, dear. Wow. Okay, trust you never to forget.
0: Um, And then a lot of, I was always into the, we as a family, we watched a lot of like older sitcoms growing up. So, uh, the Brady Bunch, that,
1: but... which we did a whole episode yep. on. Yep.
0: Yep. So, which no um... one
1: listened to, because apparently the Brady Bunch is not as beloved by our generation as the way we well, feel about it.
0: Yeah, it, it is what it is. But, uh, you know, it's weird because, like, the next generation is going to be like, oh my gosh, uh, the office is so old and dated. Blah, blah, I mean, people
1: blah. are already doing that with friends.
0: Friends. At yeah, least.
1: the Friends reunion coming out just Came recently. Came it was
0: very good, I just watched it.
1: <laughs> you, you saw a lot of think pieces talking about, oh, Friends isn't as good as you remember, or, it uh, hasn't aged well, because there were so many jokes about Monica being large.
0: <laughs> well, anyway, the point is, we would we would argue about what to watch, and we finally we would like flip a coin or you would threaten like watch what we want to watch or else i'm not sleeping on the living room floor and uh finally we came up with or you came up with the method
1: the method it is not a contraceptive method it is a method for selecting what video to watch i can't even remember what it was truth be told i did not like devise like a game theoretic way it was like me making up stuff as i went along
0: no i remember that because um i i well i wouldn't be surprised if if we remembered the method now and it was like so not fair because you were also the type of kid to we'd be playing outside and every single time you were just done you'd say i felt a raindrop we have to go inside right now so you were manipulative
1: Okay, I do remember there was, okay, so our mother our would mother... often employ this thing that's used by parents of two children a lot, I'm sure. Like, if you had to share a dessert, you would make one child cut the dessert, and the other child gets to pick what slice.
0: Yeah, and you would pull out the tape measure.
1: Yeah, and it, it's actually interesting. There's a whole Wikipedia article devoted to it. It's called Cake Cutting. And it's, like, this whole, like, game theory thing that economists have studied. But I remember specifically one time I found a way, like, to game it because it was a Christmas cookie. And you really wanted that cookie because you want, it was, like, a stocking, and you really wanted all the toys, like, the frosting toys that were in the stocking. And so, and I knew that. So what I did was I intentionally cut it so that the slice with the toys was smaller than the rest of than the other slice.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: And you I... you figured out what I was doing and you like pitched a fit and our mom <laughs> was just like pick one and stop crying or you don't get any cookie and so you begrudgingly took the smaller slice and I got the bigger slice and I was like, "Hey, hey, hey, it paid off."
0: I vividly remember the the cookie bouquet that that came in. Yeah. Wow. But anyway, yeah, no,
1: I I did not actually, the method itself, I think it was more just like, it made things, the negotiations feel more fair, because it would be like, you would pick three movies that you wanted to watch, I would pick three, and then we would do this weird thing where we would each, one person would get to, like, veto one of the other person's three.
0: And then we'd, like, put them in an order. Yeah. Or something.
1: I think it just kind of, it encouraged, like, compromise, because instead of, like, us alternating what we named it because if we just went back and forth naming movies and each person said no then when it was the next person's turn there was like you felt angry that they just said no a bunch of times so now you want to say no and it's this like uh, brinksmanship like just keep vetoing everything but whereas with the method it was like you felt like you your choices were being considered and you had the chance to veto like the worst one of your the other person's selection so i don't know i think it was more it was less about the method itself and more just about the process like mm. of feeling like you had a voice uh, i remember i think it was like a friend of the family or maybe our cousins or something someone wanted me to teach them the method for it to work with their kids and i was just like i don't even know how to explain those it's,
0: <laughs> Well, I remember we would usually do, like, five movies, and then we would each, like, we would slip, we would order them by, like, most likely to watch to least likely. We would kick out the least likely, and then we would, like, swap to, like, it was, yeah, it was a a whole thing. But, I mean, it worked for a while there. Yeah. So. I
1: don't know. Maybe I should, maybe I should try to, like, formalize it and dress it up in, like, a a parenting book or something
0: yeah you're gonna write a parenting book
1: yeah me a childless, you who
0: hates children
1: a childless 25 year old who
0: that's so crazy
1: has not spent much time around children
0: wow well, yeah well let me know how it sells um but yeah that was that was that how else have has have have the media has the media Had the media. Have the media influenced our... You know, and I think that that's part of the reason why I liked WandaVision so much. Mm. Is that it really plays on... I think it's the media cultivation theory. Or is it the uses and gratifications theory? Um, Uh. One of of those communication uh, media theories. In Uh. which you're vicariously living through the comfort of a fictional media portrayal.
1: Isn't that like... I mean, in WandaVision, it was because of like trauma. Mm-hmm.
0: Are
1: you? We are not traumatized children. We We're not
0: traumatized. We've been very fortunate.
1: For, fortunate up. enough to have gone to affluent high schools that had drill teams and showed yeah. a blockbuster every Friday. And no, but I, uh,
0: I, liked a, how, I just liked how WandaVision was, was done. I just really like it.
1: So. Have you seen the, uh, the other one? The The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the other Marvel show?
0: No, literally the only taste of Marvel I have is is Wanda, but...
1: Okay, well, are you going to watch any more?
0: I don't know, because, well, I need to know what happens with the kids, so, like, I don't know. (laughs) We'll have to see, I guess, stay tuned. I, I still get Marvel and DC mixed up, honestly.
1: Marvel is the one that they make all the movies for, and DC is the one that they can't seem to get their act together
0: well that's the thing i'm like i i don't know really anything about either universe but i just know marvel is better
1: <laughs> like, oh dear don't let don't let our uncle hear that
0: i you know what it is what it is but um he's a big
1: dc guy
0: i uh I, yeah i was never into the superhero thing really
1: you're not big into heroes i'm it's almost like I, you heard the lesson from my middle school hero unit and you're you decided so. not to have heroes
0: i guess so although i will say eliza hamilton is is she's something else who's so. that? eliza hamilton
1: oh eliza... oh as in hamilton hamilton as in the musical hamilton yes ah like yes it wasn't I mean, I like the do... real life eliza like not as musical I mean... like Couldn't she like famously not Not sing?
0: Not as musical. I don't think any of them were as musical. Can you imagine? Are you are you you suggesting that somewhere there's a historical document that just says Eliza could not sing? to save her life <laughs> I don't
1: know I feel like she was she was wealthy from a wealthy family right wealthy families back then they would have their children do like lessons
0: oh like... no 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 cause she, she taught she taught their son piano and stuff you know but I mean who knows if that's their all son accurate was a she was a middle child so like she couldn't have been like you know that fortunate so
1: well on that note get it on that <laughs> note cuz we were talking about music it's funnier I if i explain it,
0: it yeah ah oh, music we should talk about we did talk about music but do you remember let's see you just played bassoon your whole music career right it was just bassoon
1: yeah i never sang except in the shower and i never played any other instrument well no that's not true i did we just said i did did like percussion stuff during marching season right i would play marimba or not marimba vibraphone with four mallets two in each hand (laughs) it was like i was wolverine but with mallets
0: right Uh, (laughs) 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 okay um yeah i a friend of mine asked me he is somewhat recently, he's like, Do you ever like do orchestra or anything? Like, do you ever play an instrument growing up? I was like, No. He goes, You're not Asian then. I said, Well, other than playing piano for five years, he goes, You're so Asian.
1: Wow, turned on a dime.
0: <laughs> I was like, I actually kind of forgot that I did that, but I don't remember anything now. But
1: I remember you fine. were playing this like, what was it like a vegetable song or something?
0: Probably everything. Is... It
1: was like this oh, one vegetables. song in your piano book. It had a bunch of vegetables on it. and. I just remember I was always open to that and you were always playing the same like chord progression and it got stuck in my head and it was annoying, but you kept doing it and you kept messing up so you had to keep redoing it. <laughs>
0: yeah, if it was open in my book for longer than a week, then it means I probably had a lot of trouble with it. But Ooh. yikes. I don't yeah, interesting. But um yeah, my thing was the vocal cord. That's what I did through middle school.
1: You played the vocal cord.
0: I did. You reached I... into
1: your throat and you <laughs> twanged the vocal cord. <laughs>
0: Precisely. Well, and I still play the vocal cord, just in a non-musical way.
1: You it like is to sing? Is, cause I'm,
0: I'm a speaker.
1: Oh, you speak. That's, That's what you do. You do spoken I, speaking, word. Speaking,
0: talking, and saying. So, yeah. It's a good time.
1: I play three instruments. Speaking, talking, and saying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, that comes from a TikTok that was like, um, uh, college tour guides be like, And he was like, I'm actually, I designed my own major called speaking, talking, and saying. It's very different than communication studies.
1: (laughs) Wow. Did that hit close to home for you?
0: A little bit, but I thought it was funny. (laughs) Speaking, talking, and saying. (laughs) I'm majoring in saying. I think that's what it is for me. (laughs) Oh, boy. It's a good, it's a good way to go. But, This
1: episode was a nice potpourri of topics.
0: That was a nice way to say that.
1: Popery. I don't.
0: Uh, I, I,
1: what's another word? Did uh, you mean pl- plethora? Mis- miscellaneous sundry.
0: I I don't know. I'm, I'm not a I'm not a vocabulary major. I don't...
1: <laughs> You're not a vocabularist.
0: <laughs> a vocabularist. Although I did win wonderful wordsmith in fourth grade. That was my award at the end of the year.
1: Oh, one of those clip art awards that they print out on an eight and a half by eleven printer paper.
0: Yeah, you would know.
1: Yeah, I would know because I was able to duplicate some of your awards and replace the little <laughs> frames that we had put them in on the wall. And I and made them like, notice. I took your best handwriting award and I made it worst handwriting.
0: The uh, best one, though, was that I, I won an award that said Reading Wonder and you changed it <laughs> to oh, okay, Reading so-
1: I, I didn't know what an, a good antonym for wonder is. And so there was like, I think there were like birds on it to show that like, I don't know, your mind was soaring with the bird. So I was like, okay, what's the opposite of what a bird does? Well, a bird if a bird doesn't fly, it goes splat. So I called you a reading splat.
0: Yeah, and it stayed in the office on the wall for like a month before I noticed.
1: Yeah, it was an April Fool's prank and you didn't notice until like May or June. It was... Yeah, that was, I think that was the that, best April Fool's pl- prank I've ever played.
0: See, I got you back, though, so with the that phone call that I, I made you pull, but...
1: Yeah, I don't think that's safe for work that we can... Uh, she she well, I was trying to call a friend of mine. really. I gave really, him the
0: wrong number, and that's, a, that's what we'll... Clearly not a
1: close friend, but uh, yeah, I was trying to call someone, and Laura gave me the number to an adult establishment
0: (laughs) oh that was a good one anyway well i guess that that kind of that's a good (laughs) place to wrap up yeah (laughs) the media thank you guys for joining us we will see you again soon
1: thank you for tuning in to season two of kissed it we will be back with another episode because we are trying to have a more regular upload schedule now
0: ah yes we love a good love a good schedule So with that being said, we will see you guys later.